Book Interrupted Chronicles capture some of our favorite and funniest moments together from before we were all in the club. If you would like to know who felt clothing was optional at the theme park, or which member flipped the script on her birthday surprise, go to www.bookinterrupted.com unpublished to start your free trial to Unpublished, where our chronicles and inklings live. Trust us, you won't regret it. Parental guidance is recommended because this episode has mature topics and strong language. Here are some moments you can look forward to during this episode of Book Interrupted. We're going to talk about season two and moments that we liked. And if anything I've learned from this experience is that, God damn it, I'm a slow reader. We'll make sure. There's like a, a collage of photos yes. of me. And then all of a sudden it's the giant one of me. It's the tampon. <laughs> Did I like love it? Do I dream about it on the daily? No, but I appreciate having been exposed. We're kind of living in this. Michael Keaton Batman world and if you're going to choose a Batman Michael Keaton am I right and she's coming on next season I saw she is she's going to be on the giver she's one of the sheep take a look (laughs) yeah you can reveal that you're an egomaniac if you like right I love the bird (laughs) box I love my books I love my choices (laughs) <laughs> I love myself I'm the I best yeah, me. <laughs> My body and soul The inflammation is the goal Try to learn something new Without me Book Interrupted, a book club for busy people to connect and one that celebrates life's interruptions. Welcome to the season two recap of our season two. (laughs) Welcome to the Department of Redundancy Department. (laughs) (laughs) This is a season two recap. We're going to talk about season two and moments that we liked and moments that we thought were funny and maybe moments that we didn't like. I don't know. Maybe. And spoiler, whatever else we feel like. Maybe not even talk about it at all. That's not really a spoiler. (laughs) That's a normal, a normal thing we do. Yeah. Welcome to another episode (laughs) of normal. (laughs) People are listening to our podcast still. They're just like, yeah. Still. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, okay, this is what they do. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Let's start with. Why don't people just bring up something they like? Does anybody have anything they want to talk about? I think we should let the listener in on the behind the scenes fact that we're all just first learning about what we might talk about. So I was like, I don't remember anything, of course. (laughs) Yeah, same. I'm like, every moment is a new moment. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Or Kim half remembers it. Sorry, that's better. (laughs) Yeah, maybe something will come up. Yes. But right now, I got nothing. Yes. Unless it's not true, and then you're a hundred percent sure. Yes, <laughs> you heard it right. I heard that. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's in Willow. <laughs> the movie and the you new series, right. actually. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're um, like a really long way from the beginning of season two. Doesn't it seem like it's been going on forever? Way longer. longer. I was trying to think back to what it was all about. Isn't it interesting that both my books from season one and season two were basically about communication? 
first one was about human communication. <laughs> the second one was about bird communication. Doesn't reading what the oh. robin knows seem like forever ago to everybody? Oh, yeah, and it was yet, a while. like another lifetime ago. It permanently impacted my life. I like <laughs> notice all the birds. And then, why do you think it's about communication? Both of those books, Mayor. Uh, I think because I'm a middle child. Mm. Hmm. Well, I don't feel like Maybe. people listen to me. That's why I talk really loud. Do you ever notice mm-hmm. that when some people talk really loud, it might mean that they don't think anyone's listening? One of my go-to like beliefs is people don't understand me. Hence, whether that is true or not, that is like what I tell myself. And so what do I come in? In volume loud or stadium loud? <laughs> stadium loud. <laughs> and if you think people are listening to you, you like to whisper. <laughs> is that true? Yes. You do. <laughs> oh, I've got an engaged audience. Now I can put in the dramatic flair. Flair. Of course. What was my, I can't remember what my book was for season one. Yeah, what did you even choose? Sapiens. Sapiens. Let's play that game. Oh, Sapiens. Okay, so Sapiens, and then this time it was what happened to you. Well, Sapiens is kind of about what happened to you to get to be where you are today, human. (laughs) Really what happened to you, yeah. Like, actually, what happened to you. What happened to everybody. Way past. (laughs) From an evolutionary standpoint. History theme. Personal history? Yeah. Evolutionary history. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then Kim was easy because she went with Jesse Thistle's From the Ashes. From the Ashes. Ashes. And then Bev Sellers. Sellers. Help me out. They call me number one. They called me number one. There you go. We just read it. Kara, you need a coffee or something. (laughs) Are you awake? Hold an all nighter. I'm trying to finish this paper. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Memoirs. Yeah, so that theme was kind Mem- of memoirs. Like, well, indigenous mm. memoirs too, and specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Canadian as well. Oh yeah, I love that. Canadian indigenous authors. There you go. Okay, Schweitz went with. Well, obviously, everybody knows me in the tampon. Oh yeah, our favorite picture. I always forget. Seeing red. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> a... I always forget about you in the tampon, and then when people bring it up, I'm like, yeah, that's the best. <laughs> It's going to be one of my cherished memories if I could ever remember it. I think we should carve it on your tombstone. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Yes. Amazing. Things that I want to be remembered by. Yes. In your obituary picture. It will be raised at your celebration of life. That will It'll make something. it in there somehow. You know it now. There's we'll sure like a, a collage sure. of photos yes. of me, and then all of a sudden, it's the giant one of me. It's the tampon. It's the closing like, visual. <laughs> Very nice, very nice. I will make that happen. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Great. If I'm I'm around. Absorbent. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's hope it's not too soon. If not, one of you. Um, Yes. And then the other one was Fun Home. Yes. So there is no theme whatsoever. Women. Uh, Women women authors. Yeah. 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 Women authors. I was going to say, weren't you motivated by picking like outside of the box, right? Because we were all kind of similar in our... Yeah. you know, self-helpy whatever's not really, yeah. but that's how you felt. Like you were the, we were all kind of interested <laughs> in the other books that each other picked. And you were like, I'm picking this one. Yeah. I'll get at least one this season. I need a break. <laughs> yeah. Break from the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That was the second season. The first season is just because Sarah asked and I had to decide and I bought that book and it was sitting by the bed. And I was like, oh, this <laughs> there it is. How about this book? 
That's such a great example of coincidence being, you could argue, fate, you know, because then it turned into such a great relationship with yeah. Karchmer. Yeah, she, she came on three times Yeah, on Book and Drop Dead. It really yeah, did. Right. Totally. That's great. She's basically just like another member. Yeah, she'll be back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, and Sarah's was obviously women who run with the wolves. Obviously. Obviously. Oh, yeah. Although that could have been Kara's. They loved it that hard. Love, yeah. love, love. <laughs> and... Yeah. Yeah. And then oh, I picked Talking oh, to Strangers. Oh, yeah. The good oh, old Gladwell. Yeah. I don't know if there's a theme. God, it was good. I love that one. Maybe yours. beloved authors, because people love both those people a lot. But do you? <laughs> of course you do. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she called them beloved. <laughs> beloved she love them more than she said people instead of being like, because I love people. Them. Like this lady. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, it's also Maybe. they're both understanding people. Yeah. In like mm-hmm. weird, very ways. Storytelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're both trying to understand why mm-hmm. people do the things they do. Right. And how okay. to, yeah. So maybe. Yeah. And then Kara yeah. was burnout, untamed, and untamed. Yeah. Oh, same thing. Burnout. Patriarchy. Yeah. I think, yeah. Conformity and kind of feminist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feminism POV. in there. Yeah. Breaking out of cages. Systems. Yeah. Cages. Social the norms. expectations. Social norms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, did our books say stuff about our personalities? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Yes. Is, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Does Kara want to break out of a yeah. patriarchy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do <laughs> yeah. I want to understand kind of where and how and why we come from? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Meredith wants to communicate. Meredith wants to communicate. Mayor wants to be heard. Okay, what is mine? Yeah, Lindsay's is hard. Lindsay's is hard. Lindsay wants to be a tampon. <laughs> Lindsay wants to be different. Lindsay's a rebel. Yeah. Yes. Lindsay wants to yeah. not conform. Yeah. Lindsay does not want to conform. Yeah, yeah I'd say non-conformity. Yeah. She, Lindsay's going to yeah, do what so Lindsay does. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Lindsay will. And Sarah, does yours? Oh, yeah. I think trying to understand <laughs> the world around me. Definitely. Through storytelling. That's your favorite way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And then Kim made a a pledge. Well, to I, like I have an intention. Yeah. You have an intention. Yeah, you yeah. have an intention. Yeah. There you go. Oh. Yeah. Very noble intention. Um, oh well. That Just... would have been kind of probably good to think about. <laughs> I was immersed <laughs> at the time that this all started too, though. So it was not like I yeah. got all zen and opened up my holy. <sighs> <laughs> what like opened wall. up what holy you were right in the, 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 the educational stuff right <laughs> yeah that i was holy. already seeking <laughs> and trying to whatever so it just was on theme at the time i'm not actually <laughs> noble <laughs> but i think that's no, your personality no, you, you get immersed <laughs> in noble. things right i think that is part of your personality being immersed in really like things. dead fast do something like you honor your word well, I try you... to, and sometimes others make me. <laughs> you know, I did that for this next season. Whatever. Didn't I? <laughs> okay. That's not even from the list, what we just did. 20 minutes. I know, that was great. <laughs> yeah, it was good though. Okay, so we have, what is the funniest or most uncomfortable or favorite moment and or episode for you? Goodness. 
Just think of moments. So that's really why <laughs> I need anybody to talk about anything and then I'll get my something You know what something's funny. kind of stuck with me and it's a fairly recent one. Last time we had Kirsten on, she was talking about BPA in receipts. I can't mm. get out of my head and then Eco Justice sent out I think it might have been like a TikTok that was talking about all these chemicals that are in everyday things and how the Canadian Environmental Protection Act has not been updated since like the 90s and they're trying mm. to like strengthen it. That's really stuck with me being like, why is there a high level of BPA? And they talked about the receipts in there. Why is there high levels of BPA in receipts and, and how it affects people? And part of the things they were highlighting is uh, chemicals that are in makeup. And it made me think of, you know, the Michael Keaton Batman, <laughs> how mm -hmm. like Joker put all these things in the toiletries and, ca and cosmetics yes. and stuff to make people crazy. And I was like, that's basically what happens now, except for it's mostly just women who are getting affected, maybe. I don't know. Maybe there's other stuff in oh like shampoo. This oh, might be everybody. So like, good. we're kind of living in this Michael Keaton Batman world. And if but you're going to choose a Batman, Michael Keaton, am I right? Am I right? Yes, confirmed. Yeah. No, no George Clooney or. Wanna get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. <laughs> Best line ever. <laughs> At least there's that. I uh, <laughs> think that the same thing about reading The Handmaid's Tale at the risk of bleeding into next episode. I was yeah. thinking the same thing though. Her dystopia, fictional dystopia, sounds like it's just an observation about where we're going. Okay, I don't want to get Scary. into it because I have something to say about that. So let's bring it up on the next episode. Fine. Yeah, me too. Because I'm ready to get into that. Same, same. I can say something about the receipts. Yeah, yeah, sure. I went to work and told my boss. I was like, all these receipts. We touch thousands. We thousands and tens of thousands every year. So he's looking into it. I don't know if it's going to happen, but he's there's the it. like oh. when people use square at the market, like you have the option, like, how do you want your receipt mailed to you? Whatever. Mm, no yeah. receipt. Maybe that's yeah. an option. Gloves. Maybe you guys can get, it's a fancy restaurant. So maybe you can get fancy gloves. Yeah, all nice. the time you're wearing. Like, you know, <laughs> we don't have time. We're, we're so, so busy right now. We don't have time for gloves. Put the gloves, put the gloves off. Put the gloves. No, I don't mean to put them on and off. No, just oh. wear them on because you're fancy. No, I mean, just keep on. They can be like fancy. With like a buttons that come up the side. They could go up to your elbow. <laughs> They'd have to have like rubberized fingers so you could actually grab things. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll think about it. It could be like one of those Kardashian outfits. Mm. If COVID comes back, you could not even show mm. your face. You could just have a full bodysuit, gloves, yeah. mask, all the way to the I, boot. I definitely think my bosses will go for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that sounds comfortable. Could it be a fancy bodysuit? Fancy? I think it should definitely be sheen. Lycra, like oh yes shiny <laughs> and then on the back you explain why you're dressed like that because the canadian environmental protection act has not yes. been updated and there's yes. chemicals yes. in your receipts don't touch them with your bare hands there you go now your so problem's been solved I'm, I'm sure that your high-end restaurant will be totally for yeah. that complete change of brand I, i'm taking it in and um you know i'm gonna i'm gonna process just, it and just maybe ideas. I'll pitch it. Yeah. i'm just spitballing here just spitballing <laughs> but that really stuck with me from this season it's just like what and i know it's like later in the season it's hard to remember things that happened earlier on i think the funniest moment of the season was is when we were doing bird calls I think I know <laughs> that was. Oh, Especially your bird yeah. calls, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> it went, Kim had oh, one. It was no, the, Kim uh, was the Kim's best. was great. Kim. Kim's what was, what was it called again? I forgot. 
Uh, ricotta. 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 Oh, ricotta. Ricotta. Mm. <laughs> Who knew? So many words that sound like that. Can you still do the ricotta call? I, so many times it's calling me when I'm walking around <laughs> and I always try oh to God. capture it and like it knows it goes silent. You want me to ricotta uh, right now? Yes. Just one. Just mm-hmm. one ricotta would be nice. Yeah. Or two if you have to. Okay. Listeners, prepare your ear holes. Your ear holies. Mine sounds really like aggressive, aggressive? or something or, or in yeah. pain. Like it's not like it's cleaner. Like a raspy voice. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was a fun episode. I think one of the most uncomfortable things no offense to Leah but was her book <laughs> I think a lot of you guys in particular so that was just a really difficult book for everybody to read well some of you to read mm-hmm. and so I think that was uncomfortable even for us who didn't hit us as much that you going through that felt you know difficult so sorry to bring down from the humor to that no, that's but- okay. it's kind of like I mean it was uncomfortable yes but It kind of highlights trauma and how it's hard to see how it, you know, especially if you've experienced it, you kind of hide it, try to keep it to yourself or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so like Mm -hmm. how it can affect, and then a book like that can show people who don't have that same reaction. I don't know. I think it kind of highlighted what the reaction can be like a broad spectrum of reactions to that book. Right. But for some people it's like, oh, it's just a book. And for other people, it's like, Mm -hmm. it can change their day. I don't know how to say it. I think you're spot on. I know I made everyone uncomfortable. I'm like, I have to take a break. I know. It's like, I had to like walk away from the show. Sarah's like, <laughs> just talking about it. You didn't make yeah, everyone uncomfortable. So that's a common response. Looking back now, I think, why did you guys finish the book? That Good question. I was <laughs> curious. I didn't. You didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, you put it down. Sarah called me and Sarah goes... Tell me it gets better. Like, I was like, you should stop reading now. Yeah. <laughs> and I did finish the book because I just like, can't help myself. And you did? I did finish it. Is there a book that, Mare, that you didn't finish in both seasons? I think you finished everything. No, Burnout. You didn't finish Burnout. I didn't yeah. finish Burnout. I couldn't. Oh, you didn't finish Burnout. Of all books, that's funny. You got burnt out on Burnout. I can be like, I can do it. That's how I feel about all the books. I'm like, if I'm not feeling it, I'm like, I'm just going to finish it. I'm just going to go through and like, Women Who Run the Wolves from last season, I sped through and skipped some parts, but I did get through. I made sure I read parts of all of it. (laughs) But yeah, Burnout, every time I came back, I'm like, yeah, of course I can read this. And there was something about the writing or the style or something about it. I just couldn't. I was like, I can't. Yeah, what books didn't you? That's a good question. What books didn't everyone finish? That's kind of interesting. Like, oh yeah, we should go through it. Me is just what happened to you. Maybe myself more than others. <laughs> I win the Okay, award. let's we let's all listen to Leah's list. No. Okay, <laughs> Leah. Yeah. You go next. You should have handed out awards. No, I didn't finish so many. But sadly, I wish it was because I made the active choice of not finishing. I wish <laughs> I just <laughs> I'm a fucking I'm a slow reader. If anything I've learned from this experience is that god damn it, I'm a slow reader. And <laughs> that's okay. This yeah. takes me a long time. I really highlighted to me, not so much second season because I've kind of gotten used to it, but the first season I remember thinking, oh, fuck, this brings up a lot of, you're stupid. 
like kid stuff where you're like, you're stupid, you can't read just because of my learning disability. Clearly still the learning comprehension. I have to reread things, paragraph like over and over or like listen to it and read it. And it just pisses me off. Takes too long, but it is what it is. Yeah. As far as problems go, it's not the worst one. It's nice that you figured out that you can listen to it and read it and that helps, right? Cause then you, you're not limited. You can read when you want to. Yeah, if I just, I found, I let myself off the hook for a second season and listened to everything while I read it. And I retained much more. I don't think I'm, re I'm retaining almost anything when I just read it. So that's just like a good thing to know about yourself for future learning. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it just listening. Like, yeah, just listening is nice consuming too. the book. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it actually kind of created a lot of self-care I found when I stopped fighting the listening, thinking like I was cheating or something because I added it into my daily routine and it's super soothing to like walk around with your dog for an hour a day while listening to something you're interested in. It was a really good, especially I found like this year, I, I needed that time. Yeah. I yeah. still haven't listened to an audiobook. One day. No. <laughs> Any ever? Have you you uh, never? Never. Never. Oh, wow. No, not wow. a book. I mean, I listen to podcasts and I listen to the sure. radio all the time. The idea of committing to listening to something for that long over that period of time, that's daunting to me. That's the opposite of what <clears throat> Leah. I would much rather read it than listen to it for that long. I, okay. the attention span of trying for me to actively listen, I mean, in any time for me to actively listen. Is oh, wow. Or I can have it in the background and I like would half listen, but if I'm trying to actively take it listen. all in much rather read it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. wow. So everybody's brain just learns differently. Yeah. 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 It's just so interesting how that, because I don't think I could sit still and listen to a book. I think that would be hard. It was like something about the combination of movement while listening. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then I felt like I was really taking it in. Yeah, well, okay. I will, I'll try it. No, no, don't try it. I think you know how you take it. <laughs> no, don't try don't it. Try it. No, no, I want to. <laughs> yeah, no. don't. Don't do it. Maybe I want to. All right. Can I? <laughs> okay. Right. No, you're banned. No, you're banned. banned. <laughs> I'm banned from doing it. <laughs> no. I'm always listening to a book and reading a book at the same time. And are they oh, the yeah. same oh, yeah. book or they can be different? No. No, they're always different. I like to cook mm. and listen to an audiobook. Yeah, me so. too. My thing. Cooking and yeah. listening to audiobooks. Mm -hmm. I like, I mean, podcasts. I'll listen. I'll study for wine and stuff. So I guess it's the I, same thing. Yeah. Maybe I should. Maybe I should give it a go. A go. A go. Even though Lee, it, a go. <laughs> give it a go. I'm going to go to go. Give it a go. <laughs> As a, like a precursor to next season, I listened to Fahrenheit 451 done by tim robbins i recommend that audiobook because oh, he acts the shit out of that book right like it's good <laughs> i was reading the book too because i took it out of the library and usually i prefer to read because i can read in the voices i think that the book is in sometimes i don't like audiobooks because i don't agree with how the the narrator is interpreting mm, the yeah. writing but in this case i preferred the audiobook because like i said he did it he read it i think as it was, was intended in to it. be read you know so that's what I recommend. Okay. It's probably available through your library. I would recommend anybody listening to a Malcolm Gladwell book because he yeah. knows what he's doing because he's a podcaster. Sure. Holy smokes. That by far this season, that was my favorite read listening combo. He's fracking fabulous and very Malcolm different Gladwell, from yeah. just the book. I would say the audio had more 
to offer. Yeah, he really yep. went for okay. it. And the worst audiobook. I know what you guys are going to say because I remember you telling me. But... I know what I'm going to say. It was my book. Oh, really? Trace this season. It was such a hard thing. Oh, my God. Uh... I think it was hard to fucking read. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought, I thought you were so going to say. I thought the so burnout. burnout. Remember you guys From said there a, was like annoying standpoint of it just the got annoying after a while yeah. with the and they go patriarchy. Every time you hear it the sixth that time, stuff? you're like, like oh, I dare you to say it again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that part I didn't love. Yeah, mm-hmm. Midnight Library was fan freaking. I love that one that on was good. audio, yeah. and it was my I think my favorite like surprise book of the season. I wasn't expecting to enjoy yeah, it Yeah, so I liked much. it. That was my favorite book this season, was The Midnight Library. I loved it. I think because it was a fantasy book. And it was like such a good fantasy, and it was like such a nice break from, I don't know, other books. But I think I also just like Virginia. Yeah, Virginia's also lovely. That was my favorite part of the whole season, was having Ginny on. Yep, same. Yeah, she fit in really well, and she asks really good questions. She was fantastic. Yeah. So good. She was such a natural. I knew she'd be good because I know she's an avid reader, but she was fantastic at the podcasting aspect as well. And she's coming on next season, I saw. She is. She's going to be on The Giver. She's one of the sheep. Take a look. (laughs) One of the sheep. Is it up yet? Yeah, it is. Go to www.bookinterrupted.com. Oh my God, I have to check it out. I haven't checked it out yet. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I'm going right now. Yeah, if you go to our website, www.bookinterrupted.com, and it's you'll see all the different books we're doing, and then you'll see the sheet picture. Me, Mare, Kim, Kara, and Virginia are sheep. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite things about the podcast is the doing the silly pictures as well as the playlist for a second year in a row i just think those are so fun those activities it's kind of nice having people help curate some playlists for you (laughs) like a couple songs and somebody else does you hear music you've never heard yeah (laughs) (laughs) the website is amazing (laughs) i checked it out Guys, this is so good. Oh, you're on the website. Oh, it's the best. I was like, what's so funny? I was like, oh. I was like, I didn't think what I said was very funny, but then... <laughs> <laughs> the sheep? It's hilarious. Sorry, I just had to check this out. The sheep, and it's, it's so funny. Isn't it good? Guys, it's very it's funny. Really yeah. Good. Holy smokes. Glee, I like you as uh, Katniss Everdeen. I like me as Katniss Everdeen as well. I know you look like a badass. I agree. And then there's like Sarah popping out from behind the bush. <laughs> what really makes me laugh is the Handmaid's Tale and Meredith. Like, <laughs> Peace. It's so funny. I couldn't oh find Kim. God. I was like, where's Kim? Where's Kim? I was like, oh, she's right there. Like right at the very front of it's that so one. So yeah. you don't good. notice her right away. Good job, Sarah and Jess. Who is it? Is it Jessica? Jessica, yeah. Jessica Odie, Odie or Odie? Odie? Okay. Odie. Oh, Odie. Jessica Odie. She is a fantastic web designer. Hat tip to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's so good. I don't know if you guys saw, but the first draft of the sheep picture, she actually made us into sheep. But I was like, I think only we would be able to see who's who because it was like just the eyes. 
really that you could kind of see so I mm -hmm. asked her can you make it more like our faces so that listeners could pick out who we are <laughs> and she said sure <laughs> but she actually made us into sheep like well it took me a while to turn you into sheep but I guess I'll just I ever was a way. sheep this is what I look like <laughs> yeah this interruption is brought to you by unpublished do you want to know more about the members and book interrupted go behind the scenes visit our website at www.bookinterrupted.com. Book Interrupted. This wonderful interruption is brought to you by December. I celebrate Christmas and I start in December. That means making Christmas playlists, watching Christmas movies, and decorating for Christmas. What a merry way to interrupt your life. Book Interrupted. <laughs> My favorite book was The Midnight Library. Do you want to go around and say who your favorite book was this season? Hmm. Let's list, let me list all the books first and then we'll do it. Okay. So the first book was What Happened to You. The second book was Talking to Strangers. Then we had What the Robin Knows, The Midnight Library, Fun Home, Burnout, and They Called Me Number One. Do we have to choose our favorite book that was not our own book? No, you can choose your own book. No, you can pick whatever book you want. Yeah, you can like your own book. I love the bird book. You can reveal that you're an egomaniac if you like right now. <laughs> I love my books. <laughs> I love myself. I'm the best. Yeah, me. <laughs> this should be a show just about me. <laughs> yeah. Season four, Meredith chooses all the books. <laughs> And then it's just me. No one ever was like, no, we're not reading this. <laughs> hmm. I like immediately forgot the list. Oh, I thought oh. yours was your favorite book. Your uh, own yours. I did really like the book, but I probably liked Fun Home more than everybody else did. I really liked Fun Home. I'm even reading Madame Bovary, which I think is referenced in Fun Home. I was like, what is this what book isn't? about? Um, what is it, right? So I was like, maybe I'll read some of those. I saw it in a used bookstore and I picked it up for two bucks. Is it good? I, it is good. It's kind of sexy, but in like a 1700s kind of way. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> right? So it's weird because you're like, this is sexy, but it doesn't get into de any details. Right? It's kind of, anyways, has a way. Yeah. So I think I liked that one, but I did love the bird book. <laughs> Can we say favorite and least favorite? Yeah. Sure. If you want to, go for it. All right. Meredith, well, what's your least favorite? was obviously uh what happened burnout. to you that was really oh, was it oh. what happened to you oh or oh. burnout it was burnout i'm sorry kara but what happened okay. to you I, was my least favorite time because i found that period very difficult yeah yeah mm. okay Lindsay, you go next probably a tie between talking to strangers because i'd never read a malcolm gladwell book so i thought that was really interesting in the way that i learned a lot from that book so that was good you know i love to learn so and then I like the Midnight Library because, you know, I like fiction. So for me, that was like a good reprise from all the other stuff. My least favorite book. Actually, I really like Call Me Number One, too. Even though it took me forever to read it, I feel like that one. Sorry, now I've just named half the books. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also like. And, and, and. <laughs> and then my least favorite, probably What Happened to You. Just because I just didn't, for me, it was okay. But it was, I think so. I don't know. What were the other ones? A lot of them were a struggle for me this year. In all honesty, the other ones were all a struggle for me this year. 
to get fun through. home your own book did you like yeah. it or yeah it was okay I liked it but I wouldn't read it again in all honesty I don't think any of the books that we read this year were my favorites or that I would read again that's how I feel when it's like, my turn I'm like I don't feel like hmm. anything qualifies as my favorite none of them did that for me midnight library I really liked the beginning of and then by the end I was like and least favorite same I mean I the burnout one I also chose not to read it I was just like I don't like the comp I don't know it was like the voices like the I don't know how to describe it like tone or you know what I mean like I don't want to say personality or personally attack the authors or anything like that (laughs) but I didn't enjoy the conversation or I don't know. What's the word to describe the... The tone, I think. Is tone right? Or style. Or style, because remember they had fictional stories you didn't like? Yeah, st- yeah style. Yeah, those got like overcomplicated yeah. for me. And same thing with what happened to you. It wasn't so much the topic, because that's a topic that I like to learn about, but it was... It was the, the style, <laughs> It was yeah. the style. I hate the conversation, like the contrived. Mm. And they say this, could you tell me more about that? <laughs> you know, or in burnout, yeah. like characters exampling. I'm sure that's really helpful for some people to have a example instead of just a, I don't know, instruction or recipe, you know what I mean? Without the nuances I feel like I'm having a hard time coming up with the right words to describe the things I like or don't like (laughs) (laughs) I understand what you're saying if that helps right you don't like the style cool the style yeah yeah but I read them all except for burnout that was good I guess I don't think I didn't read anything in season one except for women who wrote with the wolves which is funny because (laughs) that was when we first started and we were all like extra sensitive about whether if everyone else would be mad or something, or if we'd be the only one, like everyone was, you know, we didn't know how it was really going to be. And we made the rules, but then we were like, are they real? Are they <laughs> yeah. rules? Are so they? Is it okay if we don't read it? Are we just saying it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was good that it was my book too, because I was like, no, no, you don't have to read it. We said we don't have to read it. And then everyone was like, oh, okay. And then, Thank God. Uh, we're, we're, not not we're like, I can't get through it. <laughs> I can't, God. there's too much analysis just like yeah. over and more and just keep <laughs> yes. and I read that book twice oh me twice. too I, I loved it. it I love it it's good a third time <laughs> oh Kara, you third time I forgot Kara what did you like and didn't like I mean classic Kara I think you guys know my personality enough now to know was there anything I really didn't like no there was something out of everything <laughs> loved Midnight Library, loved Malcolm Gladwell's Talking to Strangers. I appreciated Fun House in that it was just so refreshing to try something different, you know, like a graphic novel. Did I like love it? Do I dream about it on the daily? No, but I appreciate (laughs) having been exposed (laughs) to something different. Similarly with the Bird book, I probably wouldn't have sought it out myself, but similar to the playlist, isn't it nice that we all collectively go into curating our reading list? So it was nice to, conceptually, I love some of the themes that came up out of the bird book, but am I going to read it again? Most likely not. So I don't think I hated any book. I don't usually read any book again, also. So like, that's not saying something, if I forget it proper... Oh, really? Oh, I'm a repeat offender. If I like something, then I'm like, precious, don't worry, I'll come back to you. I'm like, it's so <laughs> <Yeah>. disturbing. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
It's like this reward mechanism I have as if my books are alive. I'm like, don't worry. You get the spot on the shelf that indicates you will be revisited. <laughs> oh, you have a reread shelf. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that. And it brings like great feelings of like comfort. Oh. When I know that I have like go to Well, for me, I guess my whole bookcase is that. Because if I'm definitely not reading a book again, like I don't read books again. So ah. this is really bizarre. But I keep books that I think are worth it if I've ever decided to start yeah. reading things a mm-hmm. second time. But books that I know for sure are never mm-hmm. going to come again. They're not even on the shelf. <laughs> they get donated for some mother sucker. <laughs> Punishment. No way. Okay, so what is your process if you get a book and regardless of whether you are lukewarm, love it or hate it, when you're done, you're pretty much passing it along and not keeping it in the home? If it's a book that I liked a lot, I keep it. Okay. And then if it's a book that I am like never ever going to open, I guess I live in the world of potential. Right? There's a possibility I might look at that again because I like that. So it will go on the shelf. And then I'm like, I know I'll never look at this again. Goodbye. <laughs> Good. And you just move on. Yes. But you keep all your books, Kara? I don't know. There's something about books that I just kind of feel weird them. about. Well, they could never make it to the garbage. That no. is unacceptable. No. Like, I would rip up a there, book and like but... use it for wallpaper. Before I put throwing a book, it in the garbage. I put a book in the recycling bin. Oh, yeah. and it was, was it moldy? Mm-mm. It was a book. I saved this book series from when I was a kid. And I took such good care of it as a kid. And now my, it's my kids. And there was this one book. It's basically a book about a cat. And it's like kind of a fat shaming book. <laughs> the cat was made fun of because she was a big cat. And then a mouse goes to help her. And the cat's like eating salads in this book. <laughs> And then the mouse helps her exercise. And then everybody thinks she's so beautiful. And now she has friends because she's thin. And I was like, hmm. And the kids would be like, let's read this one. Because it's about a cat. I'm like, no, we're not going to read that one. And one day I was like, why do I even have this book? If I don't want my kids to read it. And I don't think any other kids should read it. And I took Ever. it and I stuck it in the recycling bin. And it felt so good. Because I've been cherishing this whole series of books. And I took such good care of it. I was like, I should get rid of this one book. Because I don't want my kids reading it. And I don't want any other no. kids reading it. So I'm not going to donate it. That's the thing about books when I'm donating them. Kids' books. Sometimes I get rid of my kids' books. So I'm like, this is not appropriate. And then I don't also don't want to donate them. I, if I think it's encouraging a negative intrinsic bias in my kids, I don't want to donate it to for sort of some other kid to then get. Do you think that's the same as censorship? Well, that's a good question. Good question. But here's there, another question. Jimmy. Do you think it's partially a parent's job to help show your kids what your values are? Mm-hmm. Part of your responsibility. But then other kids too. Like censorship, maybe. I think that those books that have the bad stuff in it could be great conversation books. We did have right, lots right. of conversations, but eventually I was just like, they just love cats. So I'm just like getting rid of this one. <laughs> Their discernment <laughs> revolves around, they like Eli. <laughs> I think also the word censorship always gets a bad rap, but is there some cases where it's okay to censor some things, especially from young, impressionable minds? Maybe. I don't know. There's like some movies I won't let my kids watch 
at this age, but when they're older, I think it's yeah, interesting to find the next stage, the also censoring for other unknown children. That's kind of next level interesting. <laughs> it's not everything. I mean, there's yeah. some things like you've decided gonna... for the world. This is no good. Well, we know that you think that your choices are great, right? Like, remember we established that a minute ago, so now you're like, yeah, I do. And I will make this decision. <laughs> well, if you have a book that is old and a kid's book and is blatantly racist, would you donate that so that another kid could buy it? Or would you say this book is not appropriate anymore? You might keep it and talk about why it's racist and use it like, look at what history used to do. Look at this book. This is how. Maybe wouldn't use it on a three-year-old. Yeah. You might wait till later. Yeah. To talk about it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. But how many books do you want to keep? I kind of agree with Kim on this one. In your box of bad books. That's a new one. I'm getting a new shelf. A bad bookshelf. <laughs> the bad bookshelf? Ooh, the bad books. I do have a box of bad books in my closet. Oh, do you? <laughs> I do have a box. Oh, really? Hey. In the tickle trunk. And I also have one final thought about it. I wish instead of recycling it, you burned it. That's the only other thing I wish about your story. Instead of recycling it, it, I wish you burned it. No, I wish I you went full glory. It was hard enough to recycle yeah. it, honestly. It was hard enough. It took yeah. me like years of being like, oh, this book again? Why do they keep choosing this book? And, and I tell them, what do you think is wrong with this book? We talked about it. Sometimes you just want to read a book to your kids without having to get into all the, it's just life lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Every day is a life lesson. I actually do have a box of books in my closet, but it's not like bad books that I want to get rid of. It's books that were uh, thrown off their bookshelf in a tantrum and they refuse to clean up. So I just take them away. I'm like, bad yeah, girl books. Yeah. The box you know, of bad girl uh, books. You want bad to empty out books. your bookshelf on the floor? I'm not cleaning it up again. I'm putting it in this box and then the books will go away for a while. Until oh, they become racist. <laughs> Until they become racist and then they're done. Then we'll recycle them. So way to go. Yeah. <laughs> That was such an interesting conversation. That's interesting. That is interesting. Hey, we never got to Leah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Leah never told us what, what book she liked and didn't like. Oh, I, I didn't love What the Robin Knows. I just didn't get it. because. But, you know, it was very niche. Very niche. <laughs> very niche. Um, but I could see why if you're into birds. Yeah. But the question is, do you notice and birds I did, more now? Oh, for sure. I absolutely notice. notice birds now. And I did pass that book along to someone who's into birds. So that being said, like, I think the group, I don't think there's a reread from this season that I would put on the coveted reread shelf. <laughs> but my favorite book actually was actually, uh, they call me number one. I wouldn't have guessed that. Like, aside from the content being pretty sad and just like a sad book. The storytelling style really came through for me. It was very well, like, vivid for me. Like mm. after I finished and then Lindsay started talking, I was like, oh, I wanted to say this too. So to build on your point, Leah, when we read it, I felt guilty for wanting to say like, well, that was easy to read. You know what I mean? But pretty easy to read a sad topic. Yeah. Yeah. But what I loved about it was it revealed almost like experiential learning of how dissociative she had become, I guess. Yes. I mean, this is our inter exactly interpretation, but it does really make good sense, it seems, that she had to become that sterile or whatever you want to call it in order to mm -hmm. survive like her early child experience. And did anyone else listen to it as well as read it? No. Did you listen to oh. it? Was it audio? I oh, listened yeah. and read it. 
Does she do the voice? She's, you know? yeah, she's the reader and it is very straightforward. Yeah, it's very unemotional. But what I found really interesting is when she talks about, you know, coming home to grandma's place, the food, you know, the berries they pick, all the like the happy moments. Her tone was exactly the same, exactly flat. Yeah. But the storytelling was so vivid somehow. I don't know how she did it. You could just tell those happy memories were so happy. It came through even though she was almost monotone. Yeah, it was a great, to me, it was the best storytelling. Yeah, like I felt like it was really, I don't know if fulsome is the right word, but like layered. Like there was, it was an ongoing experience of learning and understanding. Like just reading the book was such the tip of the iceberg or like the very, very surface of what you can get Mm -hmm. out of it. I think I'm grateful that we had it in this forum because we could talk about it. I'm not sure I would have been able to get the depth of knowledge or understanding without the conversation after the fact too, because I was stuck on the, I'm so privileged. Oh, it's so easy for me to read this book or whatever, right? Like I just didn't, I was stuck in myself, right? By talking about it and hearing everyone's personal journals and everything, it really enhanced my experience of that book. I just feel like in terms of Indigenous storytelling, I think that that is kind of a whiff of the experience of what it's supposed to be like. I feel like that's how it's supposed to play out is that you have a story but then it, the listener who does all this digesting and, and understand, like it, it turns yeah. into something else or it becomes a different, yeah. exp- it's so much more than just the words. It's not one dimensional, it's like five dimensional. And I feel like we got like a whiff of the experience of that as outsiders. The experience as opposed to the emotional experience. It was like, she let us decide our own emotional experience. Obviously when she's telling the stories of the school, obviously that would be incredibly challenging and obviously I'm sure she felt emotions I don't know it's like you got the information without necessarily having to feel it yeah Meredith said it well that she said the author's not trying to manipulate your emotions she said often authors when they're writing part of their mission is to manipulate your emotions because they're trying to get you you know to feel their book or whatever and she was just telling her story didn't get the sense that storytelling yeah. in like a learning she has a second book out did you guys oh, did know she? that it's oh no yeah and it's called price paid the fight for first nation survival and it she's talking about misconceptions that are widely believed about indigenous people in canada oh i oh, like cool. that okay mm. yeah what's yeah. it called again it's called price paid price paid yeah the fight for first nation survival when did it come out like 2016, recently? I think. Oh. Oh, it's at my library. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're very Before, good. Like, I don't think I would have been able to do that that fast. You're like, um, yes. When I, <laughs> I know, I was like, wow. Are you looking it up now? Yeah. <laughs> she's uh, already got it. She's already checked it out. She's reading. I got to put it on hold. Uh, <laughs> right, right now, guys. Should I go to the next question? Do you guys want me to go to the next question? I have another yeah, one. Sure. So we had Kirsten Karchmer and Karma Brown on this season. If you could have another author on from both seasons, from any of the seasons, which one would you have on? No, let's just pick this season because we already know what we want from last season. That's oh, true. I'm like, oh, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine Malcolm Gladwell came on. Oh, I was going to say. Oh, my God. Say. It would be so Maybe awesome. fun to talk to. It would be amazing. Or Oprah. I mean, 
I guess. Him. <laughs> Oprah. Yep. Yeah. Oprah. Kim's been trying to get Oprah on for a while. <laughs> kind of. Have you tweeted to her recently? No. Any tweets? No. No. I can't tweet. If Oprah Just... comes on, I'm showing up. <laughs> okay. We'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have Bev come on yeah. and continue the conversation. Yes. And also like maybe to share perspectives from that other book. Cause that sounds like valuable information too. Obviously I'd like John Young on just to hear him talk about birds. He's so passionate, but I don't think he would come on. Yeah, that would. I think he's too busy in the woods. That might enhance the, like he would be a good side. I imagine he'd just travel whoever bought his book. He had an appointment, like an engagement. Cause I'm like, if he was there, I bet you we would like it more. Like... <laughs> yeah. I agree. Even though I didn't love, lovey love, a Meredith's book pick, I would appreciate having the author on. I like people that are just... Well, having people that are passionate. Yeah, that are just all in. Yeah, passionate about whatever. Yeah. Even if it's like the weirder or more unique or different. Or specific. Um, yeah. Or like passionate very specific. I love it. Yeah, it would like be a yeah. mini masterclass. I did write to, remember I wrote to Alison Bechtel from yeah. Fun Home? But she never. only accepts letters. Yeah, she Maybe she just Florida. hasn't read it yet. Maybe she gets so many Maybe. that there's a delay. I doubt it because if she listened to our podcast and everyone said they hated it, I don't think she's coming on. Whoa. Oh, dear. Maybe she's penning an angry letter in return Maybe. with all full of words that we don't understand. That's the thing. That's one of the things I wanted to say about um, a thing that was like favorite was that, that was a fun game that came out of the book when we were playing Balderdash with the, oh, yeah. some of the vocab. Episode. That was a really good episode. The gnarled shaft. <laughs> Pustular. Mm-hmm. And now we remember humectant. Um, pathetic. Pathetic. <laughs> inability pathetic. to one phase oneself. <laughs> that was a good the one. The pathetic yeah. inability. Can you imagine having her on though? Like she can talk about books way more in detail than we can, I think too. She'd come on, we'd be talking about books she'd think and then we'd go off on some tangent. She'd be like, what is this podcast? <laughs> I thought we were talking about books. And you're like, kind of. Somewhat. You know, books are in the background. A lot of us have background books and then we talk. Yeah. And then we discuss. Yeah. And I'm sure the things we're talking about could be found in many books. <laughs> like yours. Let's talk yeah. about your book now. Yeah. <laughs> We've got five minutes to go. <laughs> yeah. We're actually over. So if you could just make it quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder why she wouldn't want to come on. <laughs> I think I'm going to send John Young our bird call episode. Because I have the oh, email. Yeah. Like I emailed him, but he didn't email back. And ask him if he can identify the birds we're singing. Like we're <laughs> doing. <laughs> do it no he might just enjoy listening to it people like oh these people or maybe he'll be like who are these girls either (laughs) way i'd love it if he wanted to come on to correct well we weren't actually doing the bird calls that he had written which but that's what i'd like to hear is like how do you pronounce that and make it sound like a bird I wish that he did it as an audiobook with actual bird sounds. It would have been a great audiobook. I know. That's the the best feedback. I totally agree because that's the thing that made that book. Of the books that could have used an audiobook is that one. But like in writing, that like deterred me from the book. In audio, that would probably lure me to the book. It would have been amazing. I would have liked it because I couldn't 
yeah, the, all the it was a missed opportunity. Were, yeah, I yeah. couldn't follow, but I think if it was, it would be an amazing book if he did it as an audiobook. I think we talked about this on that episode. It's our responsibility to go out and be in nature and learn it that way. But what I was going to say was if it was in the audiobook, the different sounds, this is someone's coming sound. This is I'm playing sound. This is mating sound. This, you know what I mean? Like whatever those five categories were, if he had actual examples of it, then you could go out in nature and see if you can recognize, but to read what you're supposed to be kind of looking for was a little challenging. Well, they did have it on the website. Remember, you could go on the website and listen to the calls. Sarah tried though, but it didn't work. Yeah, it wasn't, they weren't, the one wasn't updated at all. Like you couldn't go there anymore. And the other one was a challenge. Well, and also like you're reading and then you got to yeah. go on and find it and then play it and be like, okay. And then you're reading it. Like it would really disrupt. Yeah, the it flow, wasn't easy. It wasn't like reading. on page this, this <clears throat> is the bird call he's talking about. It wasn't like that. It was just like yeah. a whole list of bird calls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't so easy. I tried. I was like, okay, I'm going to try to do this. <laughs> it's just too much to, uh, to go and do it. I, I don't want to have to pause the book. To go yeah, like switching it. media too. You know what I mean? To go like look up this and click on that. And then, yeah. okay, now I'm listening. Okay, back to reading. And yeah. Yeah, exactly. We can go to one of the questions is, is there a moment this season that you felt embarrassed? I'm that embarrassed that my answer is no. <laughs> I feel like that maybe there should be, <laughs> yeah. but I don't, I don't, like there's nothing that stands out where I'm like, oh, that was embarrassing. But also I probably don't remember. Yeah, I just walked it out. Yeah. yeah. The Tom was Cruise thing right wasn't embarrassing? No, I don't care. <laughs> Poor Tom. Poor, Poor Val, Tom. really. Yeah, right, eh? Right. <laughs> he was one of the best parts of that movie. Yeah. So he was just... Mad Mardigan. That's a really good name. It really is. No one else is embarrassed. No? no uh, I probably was, but I don't like to remember my embarrassments. Although last season I did say either. something that had been like eating away at me ever since I said it. So yeah, like if you're really, you know what I mean? Like it'll be there, but I don't yeah, feel I like think of anything. I love that you had one for me, Sarah. Not even that Tom Cruise thing. I'm embarrassed for you. That was embarrassing, Kim. <laughs> you embarrassed me, Kim. Okay. In front of Tom. <laughs> my, my embarrassment is your mistake. <laughs> I was just teasing. <laughs> All of you. No. <laughs> Saying the Fun Home Authors book, one of my personal journals, I said it when I first was reading it, I was like, it's kind of pretentious. Mm. I did that about that. Oh. 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 I, but do I you stand think by it. That <laughs> I stand by it. I don't feel embarrassed particularly by anything. I wish I didn't pick my book choice. You're embarrassed Obviously. of your book choice? I'm not embarrassed of it, but I'm embarrassed that it not embarrassed is the wrong word, but like I'm it's like some version of regret. Yeah, it's regret because it, when it hurts people, it sucks. Not that yeah. I wrote it. I don't yeah. own the embarrassment, but like So Oprah should be sucks. embarrassed. Yeah, Oprah. Yeah. Kim, you're never gonna get her on the show. You know. you're making the point. <laughs> I'm baiting her at this point. I want her oh. to come and fight me. That's well, like yeah. it's not gonna be a exactly. nice thing anymore. She's uh, gonna come set the record straight. <laughs> But I mean, that's how all things go. Like, but when someone's really upset, that's hard. Mm. But when with Oprah, when you think it's Oprah, you think it's kind of a safe bet. 
even me kind of like when you told me the book I was like I'm so excited I really want to read that book I didn't know but, I was yeah. gonna be like yeah oh, I can't read this book part of like Oprah's success is the way that she interviews and she does dig deep into things with people things that have happened I regret like that. the so way it landed that, I guess there you go mm-hmm. I, yeah but you could never the way it landed that. And I re- regret putting someone I care about into a trauma state. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Okay, I'm adding to it. I feel embarrassed that I bawled my eyes out in front of everyone and made everyone feel no. bad. No, why? You're crying, didn't it all? Hey, you don't have to say you feel embarrassed but make people feel bad. If people care about you and they feel bad that you're sad, that's not your fault. That's it's empathy. Because, yeah, that's, that's what you because want. Because you have people who care about you. Oh, yeah, I get this true. Human. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I have friends with feelings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. I wish. Oh. I wish I'd read my book first before I chose it because oh. I was like, this was okay. It was fine. It was interesting. Yeah. We, it pushed all our boundaries. That was cool. That was what I wanted to do. But I wish I'd read it first so that I knew. I could have maybe chosen a different graphic novel that would have touched me a bit or like made me feel a bit more than, I mean, it was just an mm-hmm. interesting experience, but yeah. Like all the reasons wasn't... you chose it were totally yeah. valid. I just wish so. I'd read it. So then I would have been like, oh yeah, this is maybe not the exact right one. So let me find something a bit different. So yeah. do you maybe think I... of all the people in the group here, do you think that reading that book tainted you for reading graphic novels? Yes. Yeah. But we're going to read another one this next season. It did for me, but then I was like, no. Oh, you are? What one? The Absolute True Diary of Part-Time India. Oh, and it's a graphic novel? And a graphic novel, yeah. Yeah, because while I'm like, yeah, it tainted me, I also am, I don't even know what, I was going to be like, I'm also smart enough, but whatever the adjective is, to know (laughs) that I should do it more than once before forming a solid opinion to never do it again. Well, yeah, like graphic novels are like anything, like all books. It's not like you read one book and you're like, well, books aren't for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people do. That's it. I tried. <laughs> yeah. That Watch one movie. That. Oh. That's it. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that closes the season. Can you okay. guys please tell me a bit more about the books you're doing for the third yes. season? So first of all, next season's all banned books. Next not like season. guitars, like books that people have said you should not read. Banned about. books. We're reading about the oh. trombone, the tuba, the tambourine. Banned. <laughs> banned, banned books. books. <laughs> They're all banned books. And we are doing one episode a month going next season. So we're doing less books. Book Interrupted well. Light. Book Interrupted Light. So we are doing The Handsmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood. We're doing The Giver, Hunger Games by Suzanne mm. Collins, The Hunger Games. We're doing The Giver by Lois. Lois Lowry. 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 And we're doing the, the one we just said. The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian by Sherman Alexi. Yeah. And then you're and also doing a fan book. Yes, we're doing Which a fan book. To we don't know honest. what it is yet? No. So that's going to be exciting. Well, I'll probably announce that soon. She's going to tell me soon. We do have a fan. And she's deciding what book she wants to do right now. Who's the fan? Her name is Ashley. Hello, Ashley. And she's been listening since the beginning. Nice. She's listened to it since Women Who Run With The Wolves. She loves the book club. 
Yeah. <laughs> nice. Wow. It's exciting. She's the type of listener who will appreciate the intro to this episode. Like, yep, that sounds right. She's a super fan. Awesome. Thanks, Ashley. If she's still listening. Yes. She's a super fan. She's a super she's fan. She's listening. I'll be like, I wouldn't She'll go know. that far. Come on, guys. Yeah, 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 you're right. She might be like, no, no, she's so nice. She, she, would, she would say she's a super fan. Totally. Yeah. She's so nice. Different members are going to be on different episodes as opposed to everybody all the time. And yes. I will potentially pop in once in a while. Probably pop nice. in once in a while. Nice. <laughs> Including to talk about... The Handmaid's Tale because it's one of my favorite books, so I might Yay! just it's it so a dead read. We'll see. Do you watch the show? I'm gonna watch it after reading it. Too I can't watch it. Disturbing and upsetting. I'm oh, still in the first I'm season. In. I just started. And I've never watched the show. It's good. I'm watch it. It's well done, but it's it's. Uh, I like that actress. God, yeah, oh, Moss. Yeah. Elizabeth I think Moss. Elizabeth Moss. Do you know Elizabeth that Margaret Moss? Atwood yeah. does a cameo? In the first season, cool. I love that too. I think she, yeah, she's How a Stan Lee of her. You know when they're when the handsmaids go to that detention center with Aunt Lydia and they're learning how to. She's one of those people, and she's she's an aunt. I she, I think she's one of the aunts, but she's in that scene somewhere because I did a master class with her, and she said writing the book is one thing, but she's like being on set with all the stuff. She was like, it was very difficult for me. <laughs> she felt it. uncomfortable oh, to see in it, it in that world. Yeah, yeah. She's like being in it is way different. It was very traumatic. And it was the shaming part where they're shaming the girls. Mm. Oh, I mean, that's hard anyway. Yeah. Watching somebody be shamed. Mm -hmm. Hmm. All right. It was a good, it was like, again, this season seems like it started so long ago. Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a year. I know. Some years go by quickly, though. It's a slow year for me. Slow, (laughs) slow going. I think the first season went by way faster, but that was like in the midst of COVID. So I agree. Mm -hmm. No, we had that. It was like a different reality then. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'd like to say thank you for letting me be a part of this over the past two years. And I'm sure I'm going to pop in once in a while to participate with you guys because I love seeing you. And I think that's the best. And the thing that I love to do is to see all of you. I feel emotional today because I'm really tired. So, but, uh, for me, it's just too much, but I really uh, appreciate being able to see all your faces. So I think that's why I'll probably just pop in once in a while just to say hi and see what you're doing. And I've also read half of the books that you're reading next year. So I can pop in and talk about those. And I did want to read The Giver. And then that other one sounds really cool. So I'll definitely be reading along and listening and supporting. Pop in anytime. That's so funny. We're like, Lindsay's leaving. Let's pick all the books she'd like this season. I know. I didn't like any of the books for two years. Yeah. There's no self-help. None whatsoever. This season guys suck. (laughs) And two of the books I know are your favorites. We're just trying to lure you back. We're just trying to lure you back because we're going to miss you. Oh, I'm going to miss you guys too. So you should come on and, you know, give us your two cents. Kara and I are part-timers next season too. We should explain that Kara and I will just be doing one one book book cycle each. I am doing the Hunger Games. Hunger Games. I almost said The Handmaid's Tale. The Hunger Games. Uh, Kara, yep. what are you going to mm-hmm. do, Kara? What are you doing? Kara's doing The Giver. Oh, yeah. The Giver, which I can't wait. I think, Meredith, was it you that recommended that book? Because oh, For the vote, yeah. Wait! Because yeah. did we explain yeah, so- that? Yeah, we voted on all our books. So what we did was we came up with a whole bunch of banned books and we voted on which ones we were going to do this season. Isn't one person's pick. 
really. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Kara's going to do the giver. Leah's going to do the Hunger Games. Me, Kim, and Meredith are doing everything. Lindsay mm-hmm. might pop in. And Virginia, our fan Virginia, is going to do the giver as well. Nice. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. I can't mm-hmm. wait for that. That'll be great. And any of you can pop on on anything if you want. Bob on any time. Yeah. Send us all each of the links. So in the middle of the episode, one of us can just pop on for like yes. 10 minutes and be like, and go, oh, and then go. Like a horror movie. It's like a scary movie. <laughs> we put mask on like a scary <laughs> mask. It turns on it. <laughs> I thought more it's like a prank, or... not like Hello? you're behind me. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to no, remember this and totally mask. show up one time with a weird mask on. Obviously, so just yes. warning you all. I can't wait. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this episode of Book Interrupted. If you'd like to see the video highlights from this episode, please go to our YouTube channel, Book Interrupted. You can also find our videos on www bookinterrupted.com. Hi, this is Leah from Book Interrupted. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you'd like to learn more about us, the Book Interrupted members, or check out our swag, or anything at all, go to www.bookinterrupted.com. We'd love to get to know you, and you could even be a guest on one of our fan episodes, or choose one of the books in our book cycle. So please check us out and keep listening. Moments you can look forward to on next week's Book Interrupted. And even like whole countries have brand this book over the years. Part of you wants to be like, I really admire your work. And part of you wants to give them their privacy. That's why I'm here to jump in, even though I was trying to scare you guys and it didn't work. (laughs) Oh, look at us humans. We're so smart. We hacked nature. But really, 50 years later, it's like ovaries are exploding. And so they've got the power. And so they want to have all the things. She's like, do we really want the government in charge of our bodies? This is a real thing that's happening. There are a lot of people that are having fertility issues. So when she was describing that, it just sounds like today and yesterday and probably tomorrow. Book interrupted. Never forget. Every child matters.